I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Presented by Church Health. Caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org. On the service master by Cornerstone phone line, he is Chris Harrington. Joins me now, Chris. What are we listening to? Rocket eighty eight by Jackie Brinson and his Delta Cat, aka Ike Turner's band, recorded at Memphis Recording Service. Later became Sun Records. Uh, the the biggest Memphis Rocket for the night when the Memphis Grizzlies will play the Houston Rockets in Houston. Ah, ah. So, have you downloaded the Taylor Swift album? Um, no, I mean, I'll listen to it eventually, but I, I think, I don't even know. I mean, is it on Spotify or something? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not, I don't really download things. I, I will stream things and okay. I will buy things physically, but I'm not big on downloading. Well, so I was going to ask, cause I don't really know how music is consumed now. So <laughs> if there right now, if there is an album that is released, that is an album you care about. How do you obtain it, and what do you do? You obtain it physically? I, I, most albums, is there actually a physical album now, or not? And where do you? What's the process of listening to it? Um, I, we have a family Spotify account, so I will typically test drive stuff on Spotify. And if I like something enough that you know it might be like a top ten year end listy kind of thing for me at this point, I try to get a physical copy. And it varies depending on what it is. Like something like Taylor Swift, I'm assuming you can like find a Target or whatever. But most things that it's not true, and so either you're you know depending on what it is, you can go to a, a specialty record like a record store, like a Goner or Shangri La, order order online, whatever. But most people, I, I, I'm in the minority probably in terms of how much I buy. I still buy physical music. And is the physical music a record? What is the physical that you're buying the Taylor Swift at the Target or wherever the heck it is? What is it you're buying? It varies depending on what it is. I buy I buy both records and CDs. Okay, they still I'm, make. I'm they still make priority in, yes. in buying CDs. But yeah, I'd rather pay twelve dollars for a CD than twenty five dollars for a record, which is generally what the price spread is for new stuff these days. And do you get the sense that more records are sold or CDs are sold in the, in the world? In the, uh, you know what what what's what's the way that people buy physical music now? I feel like, I mean, this has been reported on, and I don't have the yeah, information yeah. at my fingertips, right. but I, I feel like that may, it may have finally switched in the past year. It may have finally tilted back on records in that, in that regard. And do you find records sound different to you than CDs, than sound different than streaming? Um, I, I do think physical media generally sounds better than streaming, although part of that is, like, when I listen to streaming, I'm listening on you know, my earbuds or whatever, and I'm listening to physical music, like, out in the air which is generally the diff, you know, for me. 
Um, I, I, I think the idea that vinyl sounds better than CD was, like, true in the past, but most new stuff is just being, like, you know, mastered on vinyl off of digital files anyway, and so I don't think there's really that much difference in terms of new stuff in terms of CD versus vinyl. So, I'm not an audiophile. Right. Did you grow up in it? So when I was growing up, what you would do is you would, quote-unquote, buy a stereo, and that meant is you'd go buy whatever, uh, speakers from JV or whatever it was called, the heck the name of that it was, and, you know, and a, and a receiver and a turntable and uh, and then maybe a, uh, a, a tape player at the time. That's what it was. And you'd have all these components and you'd set them up in your college dorm room or whatever. Now, how do you, when you're listening fit to physical music now, you've got a turntable and two littles. What, what, do, you, what, what do you have? Well, I haven't, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you're not, like, I'm, not I'm not giving you what, what is typical in the world if you're right. asking about me. Okay. Um, I've, I haven't upgraded my stereo system since I moved into my house 15 years ago. And so I don't have wireless speakers at this point and any, any of that. I've got a right. traditional receiver. And when we moved into our house, we had an electrician like run stereo wire up, you know, in, in the wall and up to the attic and across the attic and back down to the other side of the living room and like, like all that kind of oh, stuff. That's right? cool. I don't think people, yeah. People, well, well, I think they used to be sort of common. People don't do that anymore. Right. They would just have wireless speakers. But I have not, I have not upgraded to that. You know, I, I'm not one for buying new stuff most of the time unless I need to. And so I just still have, like, you know, wired speakers with a traditional receiver and turntable and a, and a, and a CD player. Like in, you know. yeah. I, at some point, I need to upgrade so I can put speakers all over my house and all coming from the same place and all that. But I just haven't done that. All right. So you have not listened to any part of this album yet. Uh, but you will, and will your son and daughter listen to it? Your wife? My my whole family will. My daughter, I'm sure, already has. She probably stayed up till midnight, like you know, to listen to it last night. I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, our our whole family likes Taylor Swift. That is a zone of agreement in our, in our home. Is there? Gary asked this question the other day. That is there a in terms of mass consumption and is there a bigger artist to, could drop an album than Taylor Swift? Like, is Beyonce or Kanye were the two? Like, who else could rival? I mean, not, not, yeah. not, not Kanye anymore. Kanye, right. Kanye at this point is a so, celebrity, right. gawking, a gawking celebrity story. Not Correct. Yes, yes. Um, Beyonce, I mean, Beyonce would be the only person probably you could really, the answer is Taylor Swift. But, like, you know, Beyonce would be in that conversation. Rihanna would be in that conversation. You have other like newer people who are huge, Harry Styles or Billie Eilish or whatever, but they're like I don't think anybody's Taylor Swift right now. And what do you like about Taylor Swift? Um, I think she's a really good songwriter and I think a really interesting songwriter. I think less consistently so. The, the Taylor Swift music that's most compelling to me is the transition from you know teenage into adulthood and like writing from inside that perspective in a way that like. Is pretty uncommon, I think, in all of pop music. Um, her, you know, her adulthood music is less um, special in that way. It's a lot more common. It's the most common of all things. But she's still quite good at that. I just think she's a really sharp songwriter. And if I, if she were playing in Nashville at a giant stadium, and I gave you two tickets, would you be interested in going? Uh, my daughter would demand I give the tickets to her so she could take a friend. <laughs> but, but, but yes, I, yes, I would be interested in going. All right. Um, all right, enough about Taylor Swift. Uh, oh, onward to the uh, – last night I saw Lionel Hollins. It's kind of like Lionel Hollins an assistant with the Rockets, and he was at the Memphis Sports uh, Hall of Fame Awards last night. 
Um, Mike Heisley's family flew in. Stan Meadows, who you may, you of course, we recall, flew in, uh, and it was kind of. I mean, it was it was sweet how much it mattered to them um, to be recognized. And Lionel is still the most successful coach with the Grizzlies. I don't know if we can say he's the best coach or whatever, but isn't he? I'm like Lionel is the is the is the top of the list right now, isn't he? Is he still? Yes. Lionel is the coach, the head coach on your all-time Grizzlies team. Yes. Yeah. I mean Taylor Swift is on a fast. I mean not Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Jenkins is on a fast track, but he is he's not there yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it is kind of amazing. You look back at what Lionel did. Um, the, the whole circumstances of it. Lionel was hired for a year and a half. You know, they they. They, it was Ivoroni who got fired, right? Ivoroni got fired. Was it Ivoroni? That was Ivoroni. Did it Ivor go from yep. Ivoroni? Yeah. Ivoroni gets fired, and Heisley calls Lionel, who's now an assistant at the time, an assistant from Milwaukee, and he offers him a sub-market deal for a year and a, for the rest of that year and another year. And it was like it was sort of a strange, you know, deal. But I, I mean, he, he in the end, one of the best things Mike Heisley did, don't you think? I mean, in, in, you know, he went out and got Jerry West too. Like that was ambitious. I don't know. Thoughts about how Lionel was hired? Were you there at the press conference? Um, yes, I was there at the press conference. Um, you know, the year and a half thing was you know timed out to match up with the rest of Ivoroni's deal. Right. And it was you know it was it was a we don't want to pay pay right. We don't want to pay full, you know full level for two coaches. We paid Ivory for another year and a half, and it was a hire of convenience. There were people at the time. When I say people, I, I include people within the organization who thought, "Okay, Lionel will be a good soldier. Soldier, he'll serve this out for a year and a half, and they'll bump him up to like you know some front office job. Like you know, he'll be assistant GM or VP of blah 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 or that kind of thing. I mean, that was something speculated about in the moment, including." to me, by people within the organization. Um, it was – people greeted the hire with a lot of skepticism, myself included. Um, I think there was, there was a reason for that. It was a reflection of like, skepticism towards the way Heisley was do- managing the team as an exactly. owner. Exactly, yep. And the, and the fact that he did the Allen Iverson thing soon after that was like more fuel to the like, skep- reason to be skeptical. Um, but Lionel – went into like a tough situation in terms of the actual circumstances of the hire in terms of how it was received, went into the whole thing and just like, just did it and just proved it. And, 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 and really was, I mean, I, it, nothing ever happens because of one person, but one of the, one of the more instrumental people in pulling that through and, and turning that team around. And so, you know, what Lionel did with that job and the circumstances that he got it was a real triumph for him. I think both those things are right. The 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 fact was that, I mean, I I I didn't I ripped the hire not because of Lionel, but because of Mike Kylie was being erratic at that point. You know, he was there was the the there was the you know try, I, I don't know exactly when all these um, things unfolded, but there was the you know the there there was the I'm not going to play the pay the rookies the the as much as we oh, can yeah, pay the yeah, rookies. There right. was there was the I'm going to sell to Christian Leitner and Brian Davis. There was the I'm going to hire uh, I'm going to bring in Allen Iverson. 
Um, there was like he was just being erratic, and it was and what felt like cheap too. I'm going to sell a first round draft pick. They did that as well, and so right. and then they give a guy a deal for a year and a half because he didn't want to pay more money. I that- which is really, I mean, at the moment that the hire happened, it really felt like a, a an extended interim job. Yeah, so it wasn't, but for to to Lions, Lionel's immense credit, he grabbed it as you pointed out. He just did it. And he's the most successful. He's certainly, there's certainly no other co- coach has yet taken him to the Western Conference Finals. Hopefully that will change in the next, in the coming years. Um, but so, and then Lionel, from his perspective last night, he said, listen, I had interviewed for a lot of jobs. I'd gotten a lot of interviews. No one had ever taken a chance on me. And so, and Mike Heisley did. No one ever said, here, go do the job. And, um, you know, and whether that's bound up in his race or not, I, I, I you know, I think, I, I think he certainly thinks it probably is. I, I think it probably has something to do with it. Certainly at that time, um, and so, you know, was he a token? Was he a token interview before that at different places? But anyway, he got the opportunity. He ran with it, and and then by the way, he leveraged that into a nice contract with Brooklyn, and now he still loves right. coaching enough that he's being an assistant for a crappy basketball team. He was an assistant for the Lakers and now with the Rockets. And now the Rockets, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'll say for, for me personally, and part of this is just the timing of the era. I was more day-to-day involved in right. that stretch a little bit than I have been at other times. But Lionel is the only Grizzlies head coach I've ever really butted heads with. He is also the only the Grizzlies head coach probably. In fact, he just is. He's the Grizzlies head coach with whom I have the best rapport and at this point the most like respect and affection, even yeah. though he is the only guy, one I ever butted heads with. Yeah, he he liked butting heads. That was part of his thing. It wasn't even yeah. it wasn't even there was no malice in it. You know, he just liked That's butting right. heads. You know, he was a very direct, yeah, to the point, and and in and, and a way that that I think garnered a lot of respect. In terms of Heisley, he was honored for mostly one thing: bringing the team here when he could have pointed at Louisville or New Orleans or somewhere else, and he pointed to Memphis, and that was you know, and then. And then you know they 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 didn't build, they 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 put FedEx Forum in the right place. They did a good job of coming in on like all of that too, uh, but mostly for choosing Memphis, and that's why he was honored. Okay, onward we go. Uh, Houston tonight. What should we expect? Um, uh, you know the injury report is the same as it was before Game One, and so Zaire Williams will be out. Dylan Brooks is doubtful. Um, it, you know historically with the Grizzlies, as it was on opening night, doubtful means you're not going to play. And so, I, the, unless something changes, ex, expectations Dylan Brooks won't play. That's a day not on the injury report, which is good. Um, the Rockets, you know, I think they're not good. I mean, everyone's played one game, so who knows what to expect. But right. I just think the Rockets team is, is just not good. They have an exciting um, young scorer, Jalen Green. I think that team is just not very far along in terms of, in terms of organizing themselves um, and then seeing, like, what's going to come out of it. And so, yeah, I, the Grizzlies, I'm sure, are favored in this game, even with missing you know, two starters and another rotation player, and they should be favored in the game. And hopefully you go out and you get a win, and, and John Morant and Jalen Green both put on a show, and you have exciting basketball with the Grizzlies winning. And that's, that's the expectation, both the expectation and the hope, I would say, for this one. In terms of Desmond Bain, the fact that he's not on the injury report is re- at all is reassuring. I'm curious, though. If he, was he on the injury report when he had a bad back during the playoffs, or was it just like, is that something that you would? I don't even. I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember him as he was ever. I don't. I don't remember either way on that. 
I mean, do you, do you, this is not dispositive to me that his back is not bothered. I'm no, I mean, back stuff, I, I, I had back stuff, and I, I'm unfortunate that I really, the last year or so, it hasn't bothered me hardly at all. But I've had times in the past where, like, I have occasional lower back, lower back thing. And, like, I, I'll feel, like, fine for weeks on end, and then I'll, start, I'll turn a certain way and hit it just right, and then it'll bother me for three days. And you, who knows? Okay. I don't know that that's what's going on with Desmond Bain. But back stuff is not can be a come and go and unpredictable kind of thing in my experience. All right, thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.